Welcome to a new episode of Fish On, the podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Reed, and I know absolutely nothing about fishing. So, let's get started. And joining us now is the owner from Albert's Sports and Workwear, Chantel. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Aaron. How about you? I'm good. Here in Ottawa, it's nice and sunny, nice and warm. Oh, it's nice and Timmins right now, 25. It's a great day for fishing. <laughs> oh, definitely. So uh, let's let's talk about the pandemic because um, that seems to be the first question that I've been asking everybody. So as a business owner, I mean, this obviously had a huge effect on business. And how did you uh, how did you deal with it, and how did it affect you? How did I deal with it? Well, I had to close our doors curbside. Yep. Um, reduced our my crew the skeleton crew we were only four for six weeks from what? I would, from 10 from 10 wow okay yeah from 10 people so we were reduced hours reduced crew we pretty much did the shopping for them because i would do phone orders and social media social media saved me um we did sales online social media phone calls the local people supported us like crazy. I am I was overwhelmed. It was amazing. And now we're open, still a skeleton crew, limited hours, because it's beautiful outside. Everybody wants to be outside. They all want to go fishing. But the, the, pandem the timing of the pandemic, though, it must have been, uh, I mean in a good spot for you because it, it didn't happen, you know, during May run, you kind of just led up to it, right? So oh, it was, oh yeah, I came at my slow season. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I right? was able to change over the store from our winter to our summer. I hardly had any um, bookings coming in or anything like that. It was, I have to say it was good timing. Yeah. Not, yeah. So let, let's talk about um, how you got into this business. I mean, you've been around for 60 years, but obviously you're younger than that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Let, let's talk about the history of Alberts. So Alberts Sports and Workwear, it first started off as my grandfather, which his name is Albert Cochon. So it was, he had a secondhand store on 3rd Avenue. And um, oh God, he had that location for... Well, we've been on Riverside for 25 years, so 60 years, do the math, 35 years, around there. And, so, and, and I just want to say, the sign is still there, is it not? Yes, it is, because <laughs> my brother owns that building now. <laughs> and he doesn't want to take it down, but anyway, that's another story. That's amazing. Continue. Yeah, so um, then, uh, yeah, my grandfather had it as a secondhand store on one side, and then my dad purchased the other side and opened an army surplus. Oh, okay. So you could bring in all the army bags and the clothing and the snowshoes, everything that had to do with army surplus. My dad had it, and then uh, that went. That was like a, just a, a fade, I guess you would say. And then a couple of years later, he went into fishing and then workwear, and then it became or it became Albert Sports and Workwear, and then he moved to Riverside Drive. Wow, so the Riverside Drive is obviously a bigger location, so he's expanding. Yeah, he expanded uh, 25 years ago. It'll be 25 years this year. I purchased from him um, seven years ago. 
So it's been in my hands for seven years. And have you done anything different in those seven years? Like, you know, because I, I would think if, if I took over something from my father, I'd say, you know what, you've done this wrong for the last 50 years. I'm doing it my way. And this is the way I'm going to do it. Well, my dad is set in his old way, his own ways, his old ways. He would still come in and go, where's my workwear? Oh, dad, people don't wear GWGs. Do you remember those? No, you're probably too young. For I that. remember. I remember. Oh, okay. Okay. So he would wear, he's like, where's my clothing? And I said, dad, it doesn't work anymore. So I just changed. I followed the times. You freshened I'm it up. i now. Social media. Um, this pandemic kind of slowed me down because I wanted to expand. Mm-hmm. But... That's going to be at a later date, but I do. I want to expand. I want to have a bigger store. I want to go like double the size I have now. Oh, wow. Eh? Yeah, yeah, I, I can do it. And I know it'll work because Timmins loves the outdoors, loves to be fishing and hunting. And now it's, the thing, the fad is right now is to be outdoors, kayaking and canoeing and hiking and snowshoeing in the wintertime and just being healthy to be outdoors. And, and one thing I want to talk to you about, uh, I recently saw an article that said the um, stores like yourself, they're, they're running out of stuff because people who um, want to get outdoors, who have never done the outdoor life has gone, oh my God, I've just discovered this. I can do this. It's social distancing and be successful yeah. at it, right? Do you see that too? Well, you're funny you say that is because when this first started, I had to shut the doors. It was curbside. Right. So I still had minnows. So they would call in to buy their shiners. Usually fishing would stop the middle of March. We were still selling shiners at the end of April because we still had ice. People want to be outside. They're tired of being inside. Yep. They wanted to be outside. We were still selling shiners. And Pickerel fishing was closed. I don't know if I answered your question or not, but yeah, like it's just people want to be outside because you can still do social distancing outside, right? Right. right. And and you took it over seven years ago. Did you have social media before you took it over? No. No, so that was something that you brought in. Yes. And yes. do you find that helps you? Tremendously. Immensely, especially now. Oh, yes, especially now, because I know we keep talking about this pandemic, but people are bored. Yeah. Right. Yep. So what are they doing when they're bored on their computers? They can't go outside. It was it was too cold. So they would be on their phones. They'd mm -hmm. be on Facebook. They'd be mm -hmm. on Instagram. They'd be on uh, Twitter. They'd be. So I would post and post and post and post and post. And people were sending me messages. Continue, continue. And I hope after this pandemic, you're still going to continue posting. And we do because. I have to take care of the people that took care of me. Right. That makes sense to you. Yeah. No, that's one of the things I noticed when I when I checked out your your Facebook page is you you were very active during the pandemic. Some people said I was annoying, but hey. No. I got to do what I got to do. I had bills to pay. Absolutely. No. Yeah. And that's great. Um, and and so with this element of social media, do you find it's a struggle to compete against on online retailers? Um. That's where like this whole world is coming or going right is online. Um, you talk to the purulator guys, you talk to uh, the post office and all them when they come and bring my stuff. It's crazy how many deliveries they have 
per day of people buying online. Mm-hmm. That's where it's going. And um, I hope that I can still survive for another 30, 40 years if one of my girls want to take over the store. Like, it's just getting harder and harder to compete with online. So what my, I stress with my staff and all that stuff, online you don't get the customer service, right? You don't get the one-on-one. You don't get... Um, that personal oh, touch. Yeah, yeah. So I stress and I push and I want them to, um, if the customer comes in, they're coming in for a reason. I don't want you jumping on them, but I want you making sure that customer has been taken care of before leaving because you don't get that online. Right. Yeah, it's cheaper. Some things are cheaper online, but they don't have the overhead I have. They don't have, I try to be competitive and I think I am. I do a lot of research. Ken and I do a lot of research for prices and all that stuff. So to be competitive in store and online. So that's why we started an online store also. I was going to mention that. So you're set up for online. Yeah. And is that something from the pandemic or is that something you had started? Oh, no, I've been I've been working on that for a year and a half. <laughs> okay. But I never had a chance or the girl that was working for me right. never had a real chance to sit there and to do it. Right. But with this pandemic, I had to I laid her off and she went home and she worked on my website. Natasha did an amazing job and she's still working on it and it works right now. The big thing to order online is Yeti. Oh, really? Oh, Aaron. Yeah. And why do you think that? I don't know. Cause that's all they're buying is <laughs> Yeti and work boots. <laughs> uh, what do you do to uh, support the community? Do you do anything special? I sponsor my daughter's a big ringette player. Oh yeah. Oh, huge. So she plays on three different teams, um, two local, one Southern Ontario. So I sponsor Timmins Ringette. I carry the ringette equipment so everybody can buy local and buy through me because there's nobody else. Um, I sponsor a fish on. Um, the food bank. We do um, a gun shoot every summer. And to join the gun shoot, they have to bring food for the uh, homeless, less fortunate. Um, what else do I do? Wow, you do a lot. Well, I try. Um, every Christmas, Albert sponsors a family. They dress them in winter clothing and everything they need. People that don't have a lot of money. And I always make sure that it's a family that will appreciate that wasn't well said. No, just some, just a family that needs a lot, that needs the winter clothing, and that's how I try to help people. The Yomobile, I always bring them all kinds of winter boots, and I give them special pricing on winter clothing that he needs for his little uh, bus that he has, the Yomobile. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... Like off the top of my head, that's pretty much what I'm. I'm thinking what I do. Yeah, no, that's great. Let's let's switch gears a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've seen you on Fish On a couple of times. So you, yes, you're an angler yourself. Yes. And Paul tells me you're interested in tournament fishing. So let, let's hear a little bit about your your background on that. 
how I started tournament ship fishing? Yeah. So a couple years ago, um, we have a camp in Gogama. And there's a gentleman there that owns um, a lodge. And he started a fishing tournament. And I said to Ray and Paul, well, I said to Ray, I said, you know what? We should do this fishing tournament together. And he says, uh, oh, no. He says, uh, babe, I do my tournaments with my partner, Paul. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so in my head, I'm thinking, hmm, okay. Time I got a manager there that loves to fish. Yeah, time so for I a new partner. Home. Yeah. Yeah. So I talked to uh, Kenny. I pick up the phone. I call him. I said, hey, Kenny, what are you doing July 7th? Nothing. Book it off. We're fishing in the tournament. We ended up winning that tournament. Oh, that's amazing. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. So ever <laughs> since then, I'm hooked. It's a high errand. It's, I know everybody's are like, well, it's pouring rain. You're cold. No, it's, I don't sleep that weekend. Wow. I'm, it's a rush. I'm excited. I'm, we don't leave the, the time to leave at, is at eight o'clock in the morning. We're on the water, me and Kenny sitting there at 6 a.m. We're just so excited. We, it's amazing. I love it. Cool. I'm wow. So Kenny's your secret, huh? Kenny's my secret. He brings me to the spots and I catch the fish. <laughs> He's my guide. And uh, how important is fishing for, for health and wellness? Oh, I can talk for hours on that one. Well, just give us an overview. I love to fish because I'm not thinking of Albert's when I'm on the water. Mm -hmm. My mind is clear. It's, um, I need that. Me, it's my mental, like I need that for my mental health. I'm not thinking of the store. I'm not thinking, oh my God, what I, what I got to do tomorrow or what am I doing today? Or I'm just fishing. If I'm catching fish, I'm catching fish. If I'm not catching fish. It's a good day out. It's a good day out. I need that for me. And I, my children, I really push fishing on them to be outdoors and to be, I force them to come with me. Wow. And then when they're on the boat, they're like, oh, you know what, mom, this is good. It feels good. Yeah. There's no electronics. There's no telephone. There's no iPad. There's you're outside enjoying the fresh air. Family time. It's just you and nature. <laughs> you and nature. Yeah. You know, a lot of the guys say that it's just this, this release that uh, you're unconnected, right? Yeah, it, life, the busy life is not busy on the water. Mm -hmm. and, Get in the boat. Th that, that's one thing I've noticed with the pandemic, with, uh, you know, being in self-isolation. You realize how crazy the world was before you could stop and, and actually go, wow, it was always like this? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And I was talking to a lot of customers and because now that they, they can come in and I limit them, like there's only four in a store and yep. they stay six feet a week. But I still talk to them to find out what they've been doing for the last couple of months. And they didn't realize how busy their life was mm -hmm. until this happened. It put everything in, um, in perspective. It slowed everybody down. Yeah. You're spending more time with your families. Yeah. You're, you you get to know your children again. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah. See, me, my life is very, very busy, but I get home. I make sure that I'm ha we're having dinner at the supper table. It doesn't matter if it's 
a fried egg sandwich. We're sitting down at the table. I want to know how your day was. After that, it is what it is, right? You got to go. You, it, It's just busy. Me as a business owner, I'm busy. I go back to the store, but this pandemic has brought me down. So so let's talk about the, the star of fish on. How did you first meet Paul? Was he a customer? I've, I've known Paul since high school. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know you yeah. guys went that far back. Yeah, yeah. I know Paul since high school. Um, I started dating. Well, Ray had met Paul at some kind of fire because they were firefighters together. And then um, I hadn't seen Paul in years. Then they started, when I started dating Ray, Paul came back into my life. Oh, wow. And uh what a great guy. That guy, I'm telling you, is so... I never hear a negative thing come out of that mouth. Wow. Everything is absolutely, absolutely we could do this. Absolutely. And he came to me and he goes, I have a, pr a proposition for you. I said, hey, boy, it's going to cost me a lot of money. What's his proposition about? And I can never say no to Paul. That's one thing, that guy, he's got ideas. I love it. So he, we're sitting down and he says, I want to do this. And I said to him, I said, you want to have a fishing show? He goes, yeah, me and Eastlink. He goes, I'm going to look for a couple of people that can sponsor. I said, no. If I'm doing this, it's 100% Albert Sports. Nobody else. Wow. And I've been hooked. He just calls me, okay, I need this, 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 that. Okay, Paul, I'll get it, I'll get it done. He's got great ideas i'm so happy that we fishing in the store we play the i hear paul's voice all day because <laughs> i i play videos from years right yeah from the last couple of years yeah and customers will come in and they'll say oh that's right you guys are the fish on show and i said well it's not me i sponsor it but i said it's paul they'll stand at the tv and watch a whole episode oh they will oh, eh? What did he do? What did he use? I said, okay, well, they use this, 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 that. And then Ken will say, okay, well, this is what they were doing. And fishing has, my fishing department mm -hmm. has gone up in sales. And um, it's been great. I'm excited. I'm, I'm kind of sad that we're not doing it this year, though, because social distancing. Well, the, and, doing and, this. and that's why we have the podcast. Yeah, it's good. All right, Chantel, thanks for joining us. Okay, thank you. We'll check in with you maybe later on this season. Okay. All right, thanks. Thanks, Aaron. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. Albert Sports & Workwear has been a family-owned business for over 60 years. Our team excels in customer service and will help you during the COVID-19 pandemic. Your outdoor store at 822 Riverside Drive in Timmins. And joining us now from Timmins is Paul Eche on the line. Hey, Paul, how are you? Hey, great, Aaron. The sun is shining today. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. The camp is open. We're fishing. We're excited. Who can have a better? I mean, the forecast says this summer is going to be one of the hottest summers on record. So I'm excited. The camp is set up and, and I just can't wait to get out there. And when we started this podcast, we weren't sure if that was even going to happen. 
Exactly. So we're making some headway, right, Dave? Uh, like we, we've had the conversation about us going out to our camps. I, I am, I have a camp, fortunate enough, so I, I social distance. And I can tell you that, you know, Victoria Day weekend was last weekend. And that is the big opener, right, as they call it. And you know what? Our, our neighbors, um, although on a typical year, we'd all gather together for a fire and that. So that didn't happen. Uh, you know, the fire ban was lifted, but, uh, you know, every, the neighbors stayed to themselves. The social distancing is significant, uh, but at least we can still enjoy our recreational properties. We can get out on the water, and uh, I actually got some good limits of walleye last weekend. So everyone uh, respected the rules and uh, did what they exactly. need to do. Yeah. And, and I think that's the importance is as we start opening things up, if, if people can respect the rules, we're going to get out of this quicker. Exactly. Um, I wanted to start with this uh, local story here in Ottawa that I, I was reading about. And they were saying that uh, the enforcement on the water um, out here, they issued 57 tickets. And the Ottawa Police Marine Unit um, said they stopped 121 boats, 51 tickets issues. Um, but these are for things like no life jacket. And that's just stunning to me. Like uh, no life jacket, no paddle, no vessel license. Speeding I can understand. Uh, no fire extinguisher. Like these are all the standard safety things that we have talked about before. I, and I'm just shocked that, that I know Aaron. And that's, that's the unfortunate part. I mean, if I think of that number, you're, you're approaching a 50% rate of infractions on the stops that they've done. Yeah. I mean, Ottawa is a big community. There's a lot of boats out there and I'm sure there was probably a lot more that they didn't stop, but that is, that is concerning to me, Aaron, because we are educated. The information is out there. We even did a podcast on it and all you got to do is a Google search of what you need. Fire extinguishers. I can understand it's a little bit, but 99% of the time, if you buy a vessel from a dealer, that will be included where it has to be. The dealer will make it included. So, uh, you know, when I get my boats every year, I, I check, yes, the fire extinguisher is included. It comes right from the manufacturer. So that is, you know, it is one, but people should inform themselves. I mean, why are you operating a vessel without the proper equipment? Life jackets, that is safety. That is your life here. And that I, I, I hope more charges are out there if they don't have personal flotation devices. <clears throat> That's where an accident happens and you don't have the safety equipment ready to uh, to, to get the safety. So I have no tolerance for that as well. Uh, I can tell you that the MNR was out on the water at our end as well, although they weren't on Metogamy Lake. I know they were in full force up on Minnesinaqua Lake, which is the one in Gogama. And Chantal actually was out on Minnesinaqua Lake and uh, they did get stopped. They were verified and uh, they obviously they didn't get a, an fraction charge because they had all the safety equipment, but they did get checked. The MNR checked the fish. Uh, they checked their limits to make sure they weren't over. They checked all the safety equipment. Uh, so, you know, important to have. And I think uh, I, I, I will support the Ministry of Natural Resources for enforcement when it comes to personal flotation devices. Yeah, I mean, the the, uh, the statistics just blew me away and I thought we'd, we should open with that. Um, the first part of our show, we uh, interviewed uh, Chantel from Albert. So, uh she said you, uh, she knew you from way back. So let's hear your side of the story. <laughs> Chantel from Alberts. Boy, I can tell you, uh, Alberts Sports and Workwear, first and foremost, in, in the Northern Ontario community, is our outdoor store. And I can remember as a kid, Aaron, on 3rd Avenue, that store, and I think you made reference to that in Chantel's interview, that that sign is still out there. Well, you know, as a young kid, 
and my father would bring me to Albert Sports and Workwear, and man, that was that was like a candy store for me. And you know, there was a lot, so much equipment and supplies. And back then, it was the army surplus, right? So there was a lot of army pants and you know, the things like that. And that is what you know. I for me, that was the enjoyable moment. Is it was was to actually uh, go to that store. So you know, over the years, yes, I did go to high school with Chantal, and you know, we we knew each other back. Back then and and again I kind of I, I was lucky enough that I I knew her husband her current husband that uh, you know I met Ray through uh, the Mountjoy Fire Hall we were both volunteer firefighters and actually the story is that uh, I had to go to Sudbury for uh, a training for work uh, on one uh, I think it was February and I actually got stuck there because of a snowstorm I couldn't come back to Timmins so I ended up renting a hotel room and I called Ray up because he lived in in Azilda and I said hey Ray let's let's go out for dinner tonight I'm stuck in Sudbury and sure enough we go out for dinner you know and next morning he calls me he says uh, I'm coming with you I'm going up to Timmins I said, well, what are you doing? He says, I'm leaving my job. I'm going to get a job in Timmins. I want to move up there. Because Ray has a twin brother and his twin brother lived, lived in Timmins. So sure enough, Ray came and, and he ended up moving to Timmins. And uh, Ray, when he moved up to Timmins and then uh, the rest is history, right? He met Chantal, they got married and uh, they have a beautiful daughter together, Madison. And then they have Kendra, which is their older daughter. So, uh, you know, now when I started getting into the sport of fishing obviously you know you look for sponsors and you try to promote it and and i'm very passionate about that it takes a lot of work to um have a part a partner in in fishing and you know i i i approached Chantal and it all started off at first that I said, Chantal, listen, we got to promote fishing. Obviously, it's a time when the generation of people that we have right now are not into the outdoors like I was as a child. So I said, you know, we got to trigger this population. I said, we got to get them fishing because I honestly get a lot of benefits out of it. And I'd love to share that with this younger generation coming up. And I said, the first thing we got to do is start a fishing team. I said, you got to sponsor fishing people in tournaments. And, and you know, that went and, and I think you heard Chantal is I get really passionate that it's a hundred miles ahead and so we developed a, a logo for the Albert Sports and Workwear fishing team and we originally started with like a team of four and and now Chantal saw so many benefits we had jerseys now in the tournaments and I remember you know three four five years ago where uh, the top 10 teams the tournaments I think there was six of us that were Albert Sports and Workwear we all went up with our tournament jerseys and it was just great promotion for Albert Sports and Workwear and and I always like the statistics. So I, I'm always after Chantal to say, listen, our sales going up with our efforts. Because if they're not, we got to change. We got to do something different. So, you know, Chantal would tell me, yes, things are going good. Everything's up. So she continues to sponsor, right? And her fishing teams, I think she has... Uh, uh, five teams now that she currently sponsors on Albert Sports and Workwear Fishing Team that do to tournament circuit in Northern Ontario. So that's it. That's pretty significant, right? So uh, it's a good program, and and you know we try hard to make it uh, attractive and competitive, and make sure that it benefits both. That's the goal: is that there has to be benefits for both parties. Um, so you know then. Obviously, Chantal taking over the store from her father, you know, started doing different things and we heard her a lot with social media and that comes with it. So we expect uh, the Albert's fishing team to promote the store through social media as well. 
So then the idea of Fish On came about. And, and we know we talked about that, that Fish On came from Roly Magnon, approached me at the cottage, says, do we want to film a show for Eastlink? And sure, let, let's do this. And and so, uh, you know, my first thing is, uh, you know, I got to talk to Chantal. We'll try to get her some promotion on this, some visibility on TV throughout Northern Ontario. I think this is a great opportunity. And organized like I am, I create a budget. I, I plan the first six episodes. I say, this is what it's going to cost. And I said, okay, well, this is a little steep, right? Because as you know, I think the community support that Alberts gives goes far beyond Fish On and, and the fishing team. And so I said, ah, this is a little bit steep here. This is a lot for one small retail industry to to sponsor a, a fishing show with expenses like this. So, you know, and obviously Fish On has the prizes and, you know, things like that. So, you know, I, I bring my budget together and I, I make a meeting with Chantal and, and we know she's busy. Uh, the store is crazy and, and there's always something to do as a business owner. So I, I take her down and I say, Chantal, you got to give me a half an hour here. And, and I'll never forget the day uh, in the store. It's way behind in their storage area and they have a little table set up there for their employees to have their coffee breaks. And that's where Chantal and I go and she tells all the employees saying, don't come there. This is my meeting spot. So, <laughs> and, and there's stock all over the place and we're sitting down and I take out my budget sheets and I said Chantal I said I know this is a little bit steep and I have a couple of opportunities but you're my first stop I said I want to come here and I want to talk about you about this opportunity Chantal looks at my papers and there's no question she says I'm in and this is 100% you're not going anywhere else she says I'm, I'm doing it all and I said, well, Chantal, I said, this is a little bit steep here. And, and, you know, we've been able to maintain over three seasons that the budget is there every year. I create the budget and I tell Chantal, this is what it, the cost is going to be for the sponsorship this year. And there's no questions asked. Chantal is in as 100%. And, and that, for me, makes it easy. Um, you know, obviously, as we try to expand Fish On a little bit and film in other areas, the costs become a little bit more. And we have to be cognizant about that, and especially with our partner Albert Sports and Workwear but you know it's it's such a great uh, partnership to have and I mean I love walking into that store and uh, you know I don't like to bug them but you know I walk in and Chantal can see in the store the clients that come in and when she sees me come in and you can hear her voice throughout the whole store and it's hey Paul come on back let's let's have a chat here so just amazing opportunities. Fish on is really, uh, really lucky to have someone like Chantel on board and, and Albert's um, behind the whole fish on. You know, Aaron, and again, uh, I like to uh, have the statistics behind the efforts that we're putting in. So we know that Fish On is the number one show in Northern Ontario. And actually, I just got the statistics again this week for Fish On. And it's uh, number two in Ontario alone. I think number two or three, I, you know, don't quote me on that. But and again, still number one in Northern Ontario. Viewership has increased, uh, which is something we like to see. And uh, a statistic that Eastlink provided was that uh, there's the, the the recurring viewers is what went up. So that's what they like to see is that people are the people that we're watching it continue to watch it and and not and it's growing so uh you know we do work hard and i gotta tell you that it's not easy to plan 
uh, episodes of Fish On. But when you have somebody like Chantal on on board, and I'll just give you a little bit of an update here of how this goes, is that, you know, sometimes, most of the time we stick to the schedule and it's all planned in advance. And when, when I say, okay, Chantal, we're filming Saturday and she knows she has to get ready. So basically there's the bait that they supply. So the bait for two boats and bait on a, on a competitive fishing show is the whole schmozzle. So we need worms, we need minnows, we need leeches, and we don't know what it's going to bite, but we want to have enough of everything. So there's a lot of bait supply that comes in. So she prepares all the bait. She makes the trophies for our anglers. So every winner on Fish On gets a trophy. Chantal makes those trophies. She prepares the prizes for us. So the prizes are all prepared for us so that I go in there on a Friday night. If we're filming Saturday morning, I go in there Friday night. I have my box set up. There's the trophies, the prizes, the bait. Everything is ready for me. And that is a significant a savior for me because I'm trying to get the boat ready. I'm trying to get my fishing rods ready. I got to make sure the other anglers are ready. So with that off my mind that I know that when I go into Albert Sports and Workwear and my package is going to be ready to film the show, it's an enormous amount of help. And I just want Chantal to know that, that that's a significant part of the planning of Fish On. Wow, that's that's fantastic that you, uh, you have that kind of community support. Now, what about... Um... We also talked a little bit about um, what she does in the community. Do you want to just expand on that? Yeah, and I think, listen, Aaron, I listen to Chantal and her community support, and I mean, she is definitely short-selling herself. Uh, you know, she mentioned ringette, and she mentioned a gun shoot, and, and, you know, her fishing team, she failed to mention. I mean, I think there's eight or ten anglers that she sponsors on the tournament trail where, you know, our bait, our supplies are at a discounted price, and, and that's very significant, you know. She provides the tournament jerseys for us to wear when we go up and get the prizes and wear throughout the tournaments, and, you know, I think there's one thing that's lacking here that, that Chantal missed is, you know, there's a lot of sport teams and events that are planned in Timmins, right? And I can tell you, I know definitely offhand because I see it, uh, the Golden Trails Marathon, Chantal sponsored all of their uh, safety vests, uh, the ringette teams, the hockey teams, somebody goes to Albert Sports and Workwear from the community and asks for a little prize for a donation for their event. And they, I don't believe they've turned anybody down. And that's difficult in a retail industry, right? You get calls every day. So where do you prioritize your donations to the community? And I think it, whatever it is, Chantal will give something. Be it that it's just a small prize for them, I think she always is giving something to the community. Another big portion that is, you know, we have our sportsman shows, and we talked about that this spring, that the sportsman shows were canceled. Well, when you talk about the Lions Club sportsman show, People are going there for Albert Sports and Workwear. And Chantal has been, and her father and her grandfather have been participating in the sportsman show for many, many years. And that is a lot because at a sportsman show, it's not really the sales that you're there for. It's for the visibility and for people to know and for people to come check out new equipment. So she actually takes three days, probably three staff that she commits to the annual sportsman show to get the booth set up, to get the equipment there and get the gear there. And that is a pretty significant event that I think they participate in that makes the event successful because they are there. They are the outdoor store, right? So when people are looking for electronics or fishing rods or, you know, lures or things, they, they set up a whole big 
booth of two two big booths and you know it's a, it's a double booth is what it's called and they fill it up with equipment and I, honestly I don't think the sales are there to compensate uh, the the expenses that were there but realistically it's to get people interested in the sport and and I think uh, you know for the community support of Alberts they're always there they're always thinking of, of a prize or a donation and and I can't imagine being Chantal that probably gets a call every day and how do you prioritize that how do you choose to give or not and I think what Chantal is she has a big heart and and we heard her that she can't say no to me but I really don't think she can say no to many people because if you go around and look at the events in Timmins you're probably going to see Albert Sports and Workwear there the Kayak Festival is another one of them yeah. Chantal always has supported the Kayak Festival uh, they in some way shape or form they are there supporting our community and I think that is the significant importance of of what they do and what is your take about Albert's competing with online retailers Aaron I think that's what we hear is the struggle uh, right we've talked about their community support where everybody's calling Albert's and and they're giving prizes away and supporting our community but I think we got to flip that around as well right it is difficult I li- listen you can easily go on your computer order from Amazon get it here shipped right to your door and it's convenient but we have to support our local retailers. I think Chantel said that she does make an effort to have the price point where uh, she she is competitive on the pricing market. But keep in mind, there is a lot of overhead on a retail store compared to an Amazon store. So uh, it is difficult. And I think Chantel has been innovative in, in her social media campaigns and posting specials on Facebook for people to see. And, and that is our new generation, Aaron. Our new generation are people that have grown up with electronic Electronics. Mm-hmm. They are can they are comfortable with looking at it online and ordering it and trying it out and you know so so that is what she's kind of positioned herself is that to to, to try to attract that generation to shop locally. And I think as a community, we also have to make an effort. We have to make an effort to know that you might pay a little bit more for your for your um products if you buy them locally because there is more overhead and not only that is that we are in northern Ontario so when when Chantal orders her uh, supply chain from wherever her wholesalers are there is more to ship here uh, so there is a little bit more overhead. But when you think, if you're thinking of Amazon or any other online store, and when you add uh, the shipping costs and all that stuff, and then if there's a problem with your product, you got to pay to ship it back. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're buying local, you just bring it back to the store. So if you calculate all of those costs and the convenience of shopping local, I really think that price is not that far off. It's just people see the price tag when they want to buy something, but they don't think of the convenience. I heard Chantal in an interview say that she strives to have her staff talk to every customer and treat every customer with make sure they are served well. And I honestly, truly believe in that. And I, I've experienced it. I go into Albert's and I want to buy an ice fishing suit, uh, a winter snowmobile suit, right? To go ice fishing. And I'm pretty um, picky and I can go in there and I could try everything on. I can feel it. And I think that's the convenience that as a community, we have that convenience. Let's not lose it. Let's support our local retailers. Let's help them out as much as we can. And you may pay a little bit more, but no that they are going to be there to sponsor your kid's hockey team if you need their support, right? So if you buy them and support them locally, they're going to sponsor that kid's hockey team. I always said, I mean, I think we were in Gogama and we're talking about fish on one, one tournament or something that I said, you know, 
I bet you I can call Amazon today and you think they're going to even blink of sponsoring fish on? <laughs> yeah. Never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think if the, there's one positive to come out of this pandemic, I, I think um, retailers who have been struggling against the online retailers now for a while, this will force them to to have a more uh, better online presence now and to get that marketplace set up, whereas they maybe didn't have time for it before. Exactly. Aaron, and I'm thinking, you know, we're, we're talking about our community, we're talking about community support. And, and that is why I have a passion for filming fish on for Eastlink community TV. It falls right into my ethics of supporting our community. Yep. And I think the whole package is hand in hand. That's, you know, we, from our sponsors of Alberts, it's a great community supporter. And that's why we create these partnerships where we have uh, a line with people that share our vision. Amen to that. Well, Amen. Paul, that's episode six. That's all the time we have. And uh, fish on, baby. We'll see you on the water. <laughs> <laughs>